eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Just because someone hasn't done it yet doesn't mean they can't applies to Lamar Jackson. Logan, I would also say that applies to Kyle Shanahan. Uh, <laughs> we look at the NFC game quickly now. Uh, obviously, I think we're now more interested in the the, the play caller on the other side uh, with Detroit mm. and Ben Johnson. But um, I think, obviously, we're very interested in the San Francisco model because a huge part of that was Adam Peters, who is now here in D.C. And I, and I think actually these two teams have more similarities than they do differences oh in terms of how they've built it, which is funny because Ben Johnson and Dan Campbell, you know, the, the, the style that they play is so resemblant of some people that came off the Shanahan tree and neither of them did. Um, Campbell out off the Sean Payton tree, which is kind of the Bill Parcells uh, tree. And then Johnson has kind of got this amorphous background where he's worked because he was in Miami and everyone just kept keeping him. He's, he's coached under so many different people. And yet he kind of lands on a style that looks very similar to what Kyle does. But I think more important than that, like even bigger picture than the schematics offensively and kind of this toughness mindset is they have found GM and head coach who have a great collaborative relationship. And I think mm. that is the model that so many teams are really trying to repeat more than anything else, more than any other style. The principle is we need to get the right GM, uh, and what that's John Lynch in San Francisco and Brad Holmes in Detroit, pair them with the head coach with a distinct vision, Dan Campbell and, and Kyle Shanahan, and let them work. And that's worked in both places. We'll see if uh, Detroit can have the continuity that San Francisco has had multiple NFC championship games, now multiple Super Bowl appearances. We'll see if it pays off in a Super Bowl victory. But that, to me, is like the most important thing. And, and obviously, you know, Adam Peters is one piece here in Washington. We'll see if they can then get the second piece in and how they work together. But that is like the core center that allows these teams to do what they've done in the NFC. I mean, a thousand percent, I think a thousand percent. And I think when you look at, again, the relationships and 
I, it's so crazy to me how similar these teams are, especially on offense. I mean, they've got the elite tight end. They've got speed and kind of, you know, satellite playmakers with unique skill sets. Amon Rodside, Brown, Debo, Samuels. They've got coaches that know how to speak to that. They run the football. They've got elite offensive linemen, Panay Sewell, Trent Williams. They emphasize running the football. I mean, obviously they draft a running back in the first round. Kyle Shanahan trades all this draft capital for a running back. And I don't know, it just... The, the the model, the understanding of the coach's vision. And I think one thing that sticks out to me about both these teams is the principles with which they've acqu- acquired talent. So like, for example, you know, I got my little sheet that I'm doing for the senior bowl. So that's kind of fresh on the mind, but there's categories. There's right. There's like, you know, there's like a binary yes, no column where like, can they play in the NFL? Yes or no. And there's right. like a compete toughness category, right? Which is, you know, yes or no. Are, do, are they competitive? Are they tough? And I look at those com- competitive tough categories, and they, both teams, emphasize that to the maximum. And I think it's just so important to remember Baltimore does as well. Kansas City doesn't feel that way, but defensively, they've got a whole bunch of guys like that. And just how important that category is, that competitive element. And I know that sounds ridiculous because it's NFL football, everyone should be competitive, but they have built teams that resemble Dan Campbell and resemble the competitiveness of Kyle Shanahan. And I, and again, I think that's so critical. Like, and I, Adam Peters has seen her firsthand, so I'm very confident this will happen, but understanding that football is a physical football game, right? And you need guys that are passionate and they like that, that physical element of it, because when you watch Detroit, when you watch the 49ers, when they, when the 49ers played the Washington commanders, they just, they were like, we're a more physical team than you. And they just yeah. leaned on us in a way that, you don't very see Baltimore same type of way. So I think you're talking about the relationship between the GM and the, and the coach. But I also think like there's they, both of those player people in both organizations have an understanding of what that, uh, of that competitive tough element right. that needs to be, uh, that needs to, that needs to accomplish this kind of the, these dominant, offensive football teams right who those people are is really important them being friends isn't enough like you need to have the yeah. right vision and, and obviously they both do and i'll say this too about kansas city like mahomes is a competitive psycho psycho like, that dude is oh my god he's nuts when it comes to the competitive stuff and kelsey is too and like you see it you know, with them i thought justin tucker was interesting after the game you know he's like yeah i thought when they were moving all my stuff and throwing it around it was all in good fun uh i think they were actually a little bit more serious though and like, yeah. would would Mahomes and Kel- will Mahomes and Kelsey inevitably this week be like, oh yeah, no, nothing but respect for him. He's the greatest kicker ever. Like, th- once they're out of the competitive mode, they can be gracious and human. Right. But like in that moment, like no, they were like, get the out of here, man. Like <laughs> yeah. you're get your dumb kicker stuff and take it back down to your end of the field. We're warming up. Get out of our way. And like you know, had a defensive tackle come up and tried to say something to Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes wouldn't have backed down. Like, he's nuts when it gets in a competitive mode. And he's got kind of that MJ, like, we all watched The Last Dance and how Jordan would kind of create competitive situations out of thin air, you know, and and Mahomes is the same way. He, you know, he will create doubters even when they aren't actually there. So I think that competitive mindset, that competitive nature is is something that is so so critical um i, I think obviously talent and, and understanding how to use it yeah. matters as well um which brings me to a point i'd like to ask you about with detroit because i feel like people like there's a natural pushback to ben johnson uh, from some portions of the fan base because 
he's the favorite and some people are just like if everyone says this then i have to say that and there's like a there's that element but i think then they start to make arguments that just aren't true um and one of them is well ben johnson has a ton of talent to work with and i actually don't think that like they have an abnormal amount of raw talent or have made an insane amount like an uneven amount of investment on the offensive side in Detroit. I think what they've done is very similar to what Kyle has done, to what some of these other teams we've talked about have done, where it's like, we know what we want to be, and we know who fills those spots. Like, I'm on Ross mm-hmm. St. Brown's a fourth-round pick. He's awesome. Yeah. I'm not telling you he's, he's actually worse than than he is, but it wasn't like he was a, the first-round coveted receiver. By the same token, you look at, you know, some of their their other pieces. I mean, even Jared Goff. Like, Jared Goff's last two years in L.A. and his first year in Detroit – we're bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, and that has gotten a race. You know, the idea that he's, oh, well, he was the first overall pick and he took LA to a Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, then he stunk for three years. And yeah. Ben Johnson helped revive him. Now, have they made really smart investments? Yes. Panay Sewell is incredible at what he does. And he was a wise choice for them as a first round pick and a high first round pick. Um, obviously now that they've built it, like a Jameer Gibbs is, is a bit of a luxury pick for them, but people, uh, and sometimes it's like sides of the ball thing too, where they're like, uh, well, they've invested way more on offense than defense. Aaron Glenn's actually more impressive. I'm like, well, Aiden Hutchinson was the number two pick. Jack yeah. Campbell was a first rounder. Like don't, you're actually telling on yourself that you're not, you're not paying close enough attention, but I'm curious what you make of kind of the skill level of Detroit and how Johnson elevates it beyond the, the draft capital that was spent on it slash the resources that were invested in it. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah and i think like the one of the pieces in there that you kind of forget about is david montgomery you know he's like the engine that drives that car and he's like not a highly touted guy but they had a vision for how to utilize him i think sam laporta too like he was yeah. the best tight end in the draft, or one of the better tight ends. You know, I like Luke Musgrave a lot, but um, you know, very, very talented piece. But understanding how to use that player, finding out what they can do, what do they? Uh, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown is such an interesting guy because I, I, the more you watch him, the more you love his game. But you have to find ways to maximize him and maximize his touches and maximize his opportunities. So I think there's like this kind of chicken or egg thing, and I think when you look at 
Kyle, like Kyle's off. Kyle's one of the best offensive minds in football. He's very talented on the offensive side of the football. Sean McVay, very, very talented on the offensive side of the football. They found pieces that fit their vision offensively, right? But Cooper Cup wins the triple crown. Puka Nakua is a baller. Like they, you know, what I'm saying like they have right. They, so it's like a little bit like it's they a have yes and thing. pieces, but they also find ways that something you always say, right? You abide by the dude theory. Like get the dude the ball, and it's not just say hey. You know, go run a go. It's like, hey, let's find out like what you're good at, right? Amon Ra, you're really good at like the fi- the the nuance, the beauty, the kind of the fine science of route running. Let's put you in positions where you can use that skill, right? Williams, the kid from Alabama from two years ago coming off the ACL. You know, you're not always super consistent catching the football. Let's give you reverse, right? Right in that strike zone, you're going to be our explosive play guy, and you're going to do something special with the football, right? Jameer Gibbs is a luxury pick, right? They took him. I think it took him a while to figure out how best to maximize him. But just understanding that, hey, we, you know, when we're running these deeper concepts, we get the ball in a check down, or we can attack perimeter in the run game with him. Like we found a way to maximize what he does well. And I think, like in different systems, that's one thing. Like for example, with uh, with Gibson here, you know, like has his usage been maximized over the course of his tenure here? And if he were to go to a guy like Ben Johnson or Kyle Shanahan, guys that understand how to creatively use running backs, what does his career look like? Does it look completely different? And I think that's something that people miss, right? It's like, this is, I think, an interesting kind of anecdote. I remember talking to Sean McVay, this was like 15 years ago now, and he was like, there's only four players on a roster that are scheme agnostic. Every other person on that roster is scheme dependent. So when you look at the the Detroit Lions, there's probably two guys offensively and two guys defensively that are scheme agnostic completely. They can play in any scheme. Everybody else, while being good football players, is elevated by the scheme. And I think that's something people forget about. Yes, it's a first-round talent, but how many times have you seen first-round talents fail or be unproductive in certain systems? And it's because they aren't maximized. And, and, the, and the coaching staff, and you talked about this already, and it's all it's, it's cyclical. It's all related, right? The GM and the head coach having a conversation saying, we have a vision for this player. This is how we're going to use him. This is how we're going to maximize him. And I think that that's what you see with Ben Johnson, with Kyle Shannon. And that's why it's so fun to talk about these teams is they found pieces, right? And they said, this is how we're going to get you better and speak to your skill set. And they do that all the time. And so, yeah, they're very talented offensively. But I also think the talent looks better in those systems because of what they're able to do in terms of saying, hey, this is what you're good at. You know, we're going to motion you to a bunch, Amon Ron. You're going to run a choice. Oh, we're going to mo- get you on the move, and you're going to attack this high cross on the move, and you're going to make a great play. We're going to run this dig, but we're going to have Williams be the clear-out guy because he's really fast and teams get scared to create some more space for you. That kind of stuff is what makes him look better. Now, he's a very productive football player, but I'm, I'm pretty confident if he went to a different system, he'd be good, but I don't think he'd be getting the level of pub that he's getting now. And again, that's not an indictment of him. It's just trying to show that there's like a symbiotic relationship here between right. coaches and players. Right. It's going to be fascinating if Johnson winds up coming here, what Dan Campbell does for the OC job yeah. there in Detroit. So uh, definitely intrigued on that front. Um, what did you make of Johnson's day? I was, I mean, he they started so hot and I really like, I think the slowdown came from player execution. Like if Jameer Gibbs doesn't fumble, if uh, Josh Reynolds catches a fourth down and then the uh, the other one I think was a third down where they they hits him, you know, I always say it hits him between the numbers. He wears number eight. It hit him on the dot where the eight like comes together. Um, I I think that Johnson had a tremendous day. Um, It just, 
you know, eventually guys got to make plays and that kind of died out for them in the second half. Yeah. And I think I go back to that thing that, um, gosh, um, the head coach used to be here. God, what'd he say? Uh, Gruden used yeah. to say all the time to you where it's like, at some point, like the players got to make plays. Like there's no change in terms of our approach. Like guys just, they, they made more plays than we did. And I felt like when I was watching the game, you could feel that kind of ebbing away at these critical moments, right? Detroit still looked explosive. They still looked dynamic, but Hey, here's a critical third down. We get, we don't get, here's a critical fourth down. Here's a fumble. Here's a turnover. Like, and all that stuff, it, it just stacks on itself. And in, in a normal game against a normal team, it doesn't really matter. You can get away with that. But against a team that's one of the maybe the best team in football in San Francisco, it matters. Every one of those opportunities matters. And I think that was the fun thing about watching both of those games is that every play was significant and important because both of those teams, all four of those teams were so good. And I think you see that with Detroit. It's like I don't, I didn't see like a – a dip in play calling necessarily. I saw a dip in execution and that's where that kind of that chicken or the egg thing comes in. And it's a conversation we've had about this organization a ton. It's like, is that the play caller not putting those guys in good situations or is that them not making catches and plays when they have to? And I think when the guy drops an easy, like a relatively easy pass, it's like, man, it's there for you. We got, we got to make this play. So I, I think that that was the takeaway I had. It just, in a normal game, probably don't even notice it. Honestly, probably don't. It doesn't even matter. But you're playing the San Francisco 49ers um, in one of the biggest games of the year. So it's going to matter and it's going to be significant. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, next time we talk about Ben Johnson or Mike McDonald or Anthony Weaver or Aaron Glenn, uh, one of them is probably going to be the head coach. Uh, that or it'll be Dan Quint. Uh, so one, we're going to have a head coach soon. So we'll <laughs> talk about that uh, on the podcast later in the week. But coming up next, Logan again and Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. So let's talk about what he will be watching. 